everybody and welcome back to the P1 podcast with Matt and Tommy. Tommy giving it the double wave, both hands in the air like he just don't care. Welcome to race week once again. Japan, Suzuka, the iconic track awaits, Tommy. Are you excited? I am. I do love the track. It might not be the best for overtaking and stuff. Oh, why do we always say that? No, it's a great track for overtaking. It is a great track. Well, it's not a great track for overtaking, though. (laughs) My God, these new cars, not suited to it. But uh, I love the track. Quali is going to be thrilling. And look, uh, I've not checked the weather forecast. We always mention it. Is it going to rain? Who knows? Probably not. I have checked the weather forecast. It looks like at the moment it's going to be dry, but there is wet weather just beforehand, Ooh. which, you know, could be pushed. Who knows? Uh, but a dry a dry weekend's absolutely fine by me. Now, before we dive into our predictions, we have a five-star review from Sally Hancock in Australia. If you want yours to be read out, please leave us a five-star review. Let us know why you love this podcast. We read every single one of them, and we appreciate the kind words. It helps us massively. I love listening to Matt and Tommy waffle about F1. It's fun, lighthearted, and you just have a good time every time you are listening. Keep it up, lads. Short, sweet, and to the point. Love that from you, Sally. Every time, though. You have a good time every single time. You must be a Max Verstappen fan. That's all I'm saying. (laughs) Right, let's get into our predictions now, then. Starting with biggest good surprise. I I couldn't put my finger on where I was going to... I'm not going to say bless, probably curse uh, with my biggest good surprise. Uh, And I've gone with Nico Hülkenberg. Don't know why. Um, Mainly because, look, K-Mag beat him in Singapore in terms of qualifying and also getting that point as well in the race. I feel like Nico, it will light a fire inside of him. He might do a little cheeky Q3 performance. I'm not saying that Haas are going to score points with this. But a little cheeky P11, P12, I'm I'm going to be at least arguing half a point. Oof. Surely Haas needs to get a point, a biggest good surprise a after K-Mag fine. got, yeah, 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 got a point in the last race. But yeah, it's all vibes, isn't it? Um, speaking, it of, is vibes. speaking of vibes, uh, my biggest good surprise is Charles Leclerc. Uh, I promise this is not a paid advertisement from Matthew Gallagher. Um, but no, I feel like uh the reason I've gone for biggest good surprise is I don't I don't think everyone's writing him off, but obviously Carlos is the man of the moment and rightly so at the moment. He's been driving superbly. Um I don't think it's like I don't think Leclerc's maybe been as bad as people think, uh, or maybe the perception of him. Obviously it's a big it's been a big surprise that science has kind of beaten him in the last few races and done so well. But Leclerc has been there. Uh, and I think he's going to deliver a good weekend. Um, so I've gone for Charles Leclerc. I was going to say, if it was a paid sponsorship thing for you to put that in there, I think I'd actually pay you to not put it in yeah, there. Yeah, true. How some of your biggest good surprises have gone this oh, year. Oh, God, yeah. Um, so That's thanks so much for that, mate. Really appreciate you trying to bless Charles Leclerc, and it's going to go the complete opposite. We now go to biggest flop. So the flop curse worked incredibly well last weekend. Some people were saying, how can you possibly give Max Verstappen biggest flop for P5 in that car? He won 10 in a row. Do we not understand what biggest flop is yet? Like, surely that was floppy, Tommy. It's, it's, it's the comparison to how they're doing as well. And I know, yeah. I know we say biggest flop, but it's not like 
it, 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 it doesn't be, be the biggest, biggest otherwise, flop. It's, yeah, because otherwise of us couldn't get points. Yeah, otherwise you have a one in twenty chance every single thing. We'd never get any points. So um, it's basically will they they have a bad weekend? And, will they have a large flop? Yeah, and Verstappen did. You can't argue that when he's won ten in a row. Um, of course, he drove a very good race. Uh, it's very rare that Verstappen doesn't, but he still finished fifth when the cars won every race. So it's a flop. Yeah. Take that. Anyway, my biggest flop is Carlos Sainz. Oh, so I've you. I've gone kind of the other way in the sense of, well, similar thinking. Carlos Sainz, he's got the world with him. The momentum is there. And I just feel like that choo-choo train might come to a halt in Suzuka. Don't know what it will look like. This is all based on vibes. There is no reason. Just Carlos Sainz fans, I am sorry. It's just a hint. It's just a, a feeling right now that this might be the case around Suzuka. Don't the hurt force, me. The force field of him like blocking the P1 curse is like, yeah, the, the power is like dying out. He's like Spider-Man on the front of the train. That's basically Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um, I just realized what we've done. Uh, biggest flop I have gone for, Kevin Magnussen. So we've both gone for two Hasses and two Ferraris in uh, in our thing. But yeah, biggest flop. Um, my thinking here is that I guess kind of what you went for with biggest good surprise is more that I think K-Mag had a good uh, Singapore Grand Prix, particularly in qualifying, a rare W against uh, Nico Hulkenberg. And I just think he might go back to being a bit washed. I, I think Singapore is that kind of track that suits a K-Mag, you know, where you're like wrestling it round and uh, that that kind of driver. Like barging back. people out the way. And yeah, making yeah. mistakes and losing five positions. <laughs> and then and getting, getting a the great strategy. tire at the end, yeah. Um, but no, I just, of course, it's always on vibes, but I just feel like K-Mag will go back to, to being a bit washed again. K-Mag doing we'll K-Mag things. We will find out. Pole position now. I'm sorry, everybody. We're riding the wave of Singapore, but it's Max Verstappen. He he's just going to do something we're all not going to like this weekend. He is going to ruin everything. He'll win every single race from here to the end of the season. He'll say, "Look, you had your you had your one race off. I had my little blip. Now it's time for me to go to the." Top step of the podium to remind everyone what the Dutch national anthem sounds like, and it's going to start on Saturday with pole position. Oof. The Max Verstappen revenge tour, as a lot of people are calling it uh, this this weekend. Uh, my pole position, I have gone for Charles Leclerc. Um, I just don't. I I feel like it's going to be close in qualifying. You know Red what I have Bull to say have... to this? Sorry, quickly. Go on, Daddy, please. Sorry. Go on. <laughs> Um, yeah, I think look, look, Quali has been incredibly close. Um, we'll go on to whether I think Max will, will win again. Uh, and I think Max will be in a better position and will be fighting for Paul. I don't think they're gonna have the stinker that they had in Singapore. But I just think that that Red Bull, yeah, that they're not always about that pole position. I know Max has had a lot of poles, but yeah, um, I feel like part of this biggest good surprise theory of Leclerc is that he's kind of back to his his best in qualifying. It's a high speed circuit that you have to proper 
go for it and it rewards bravery and speed. So it's either a Leclerc pole or Leclerc in the wall in Q1 and out. In so Q1? We'll Jeez, come on, at least say <laughs> Q3, mate. God, he's not a Perez at Monaco. Jeez, come on. Uh, right, let's go to our top three then. And in third place, I have gone for Oscar Piastri. Ooh. Oh, yeah. McLaren, oh, they love they love a mid to high speed corner. And that is what Suzuka offers. I think McLaren are going to be right there and they'll be the closest team uh, to Red Bull this weekend. Uh, Piastri, of course, if you've not seen our wonderful video uh, of him doing his ultimate circuit, it was Suzuka, wasn't it? First sector. He, he said it was rusty suited. and Suz was the first part. Yep. It was because he said it would suit McLaren. A lot of people actually in our one crazy prediction that we'll get into later, uh, picked a Piastri podium. So there's a lot of lot so of The hype. one time we maybe don't include it is the time you'll get a podium. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. Uh, so for my P3, I've gone for Lando Norris um, for a similar reason that I think McLaren uh, is going to be a track that is suited to McLaren and you won't put a bet against Lando with the way he's kind of been driving at the moment. Uh, superbly well, and if it's a track that that suits him, uh, podium is definitely doable. In second place, I have gone for Lando Norris. Echoes my thoughts about Piastri. Uh, Lando will just have the slight edge over Oscar, uh, but remember that both of them will have the fully upgraded McLaren now uh, for Suzuka, as opposed to Lando just having it in, in Singapore. And yeah, it will be a lovely... P2 and P3 for McLaren. I don't think they'll be close to Max Verstappen because of reasons I have already Spoiler. mentioned. Um, I mean, come on. I think we all know <laughs> who I'm going to say for first. But yes, Lando yeah. Norris second. Uh, so my P2, I have gone for Charles Leclerc. Um, not getting the dub, but uh, the the P2, um, the elusive P2, which I think will be back to being an elusive P2 uh, after Max Verstappen revenge tour. So... Yeah, oh, that's spoiler. what I'm going for. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> In first place, I have gone for Max Verstappen. Just be be wary. Go into this weekend with low expectations and you will still be disappointed. That's how I think the battle for first is going to be this weekend. And I hope I'm wrong. <laughs> P1, I've also gone for Max Verstappen. Uh yeah, it's. I do think Singapore is a blip. Uh, if Verstappen is generally qualifying Q uh, in Q two again, and you know finishes P eleven, we'll be like, oh, the technical directive has shafted Red Bull, and we'd all be on that hype train of Red Bull are now washed. But I see Max being back comfortable in a car that is going to suit Suzuka a lot. Uh, I know Red Bull are good everywhere. But this does feel like a an even more dominant Red Bull track and one that that Max really enjoys. So, uh, yeah, gone for Max Verstappen. We now go to our one crazy prediction. For me, my crazy prediction is Charles Leclerc beats Carlos Sainz. That's a loophole, McGee. Yeah, that's loophole. I saw the last three races. He hasn't beaten Carlos Sainz. So <laughs> I am locking in this crazy prediction because that 
is rare in recent In the race? Years. Or is it yeah, open-ended? Yeah, it could so be, it could be FP1, could be FP2. Half points and things. <laughs> no, in the race, he will beat Carlos Sainz. Interesting. We've we've really bad Charles on this podcast. Um, could be really bad for me. Yeah, could be in big trouble. Uh, my one crazy prediction is Liam Lawson in the points again. Which yeah, I totally back that as well because he's actually raced around Suzuka, isn't he? In Super he's Formula, Super so. Formula. Um, recently, I think he's going to be good around here uh, and could deliver something quite special again. And then. We're all talking about pray for pray for Yuki and his seat. Well, I mean, it's weird though because what I've been seeing, the rumors flying around, is that they're going to keep Yuki and they're going to keep Daniel Ricciardo and they're going to put Liam Lawson in plans for 2025. And I've also seen rumors flying around that Williams are going to keep Logan Sargent. So it genuinely seems at this stage, with things that are flying around, and obviously sometimes they can't be true, but that there are some. Um, quite reputable sources, aren't they, uh, saying mm. these kinds of things. So, I mean, I feel for Liam Lawson, I really do. I feel like he might need to win the Japanese Grand Prix for, for, <laughs> for Helmut Marko to, to maybe come in and step in and do something. But um, for now, it doesn't look like Lawson, despite that incredible Singapore Grand Prix, is going to get a seat next year. Who knew that uh, knocking Max Verstappen out of qualifying would annoy Helmut Marko? Yeah, they're like, just... Because the thing is, they're supposed to, potentially... Uh, announce Yuki at the Japanese Grand Prix. So, oh, but, that. Uh, yeah, okay. So we'll see. If they don't say anything at the Japanese Grand Prix, then it's game back on for Liam Lawson, and they've decided actually no Yuki when we've not decided yet. Yeah, I mean, if if <laughs> it'd be weird, wouldn't it? If um, if Sonoda yeah gets announced staying with Alpha Tauri, and then Lawson puts in another mega drive, and maybe like a I don't know just in a theoretical world is like a seventh or an eighth or something. Everyone would be like, oh, what does this mean? Mm. Does Perez start to, <laughs> to sweat that Lawson goes straight into the Red Bull? Like there's loads of loads of theories and maybe, yeah, they want, I don't know. So it's, it's, it's a difficult one. It, Red Bull are such a weird team where sometimes they have no drivers to put in their cars and then they only ever seem to have no drivers or too many drivers and there's yeah. never like a good amount. So there we are. And also as well, I found it quite interesting with a, a tweet I put out around, oh, you know, if, if Lawson doesn't get locked in by Alpha Tauri, then Williams should, you know, get their, get their millions out to sign, to sign him. And then a lot of people replying, yeah, but what about Daniel Ricciardo? Like, you know, why is he safe? And, you know, we've spoken about it before, but I just want to reiterate that there's more to it than just the driving. <laughs> Marketing. Daniel Ricciardo has a lot of experience. We can't really judge him yet as to how good he is at this stage after only a few races and breaking his hand. But also, as you say, Tommy, marketing. There's a, there's a lot to be gained with Daniel Ricciardo being the face of your Formula <laughs> 1 team. I'm not I'm not saying it's right, but have you watched Drive to Survive? Yeah. <laughs> like, exactly. Especially for a team like Alpha Tauri, they want to almost bring in that fan base to get behind yeah. that team. Especially if they're going to rebrand to this like Hugo Boss thing. Like They're going to want mm. a big name to, to, to do it. So... Um, he does have credit in the bank there. Um, he's probably after Hamilton, like the biggest was the biggest name in America, like um, in Formula One, other than Hamilton. So, uh, yeah, he's got credit in the bank there, and that, that's why I think he's pretty much a, a lock in. I'd be really surprised if they decided not 
not to do it. I mean, there's a reason they chose him over Lawson in the first place because they wanted him in there. So, yeah. Absolutely. So uh, if you don't have the Formula One driver talent, just be able to smile and be really funny. Just and, be uh, really funny and charismatic. Right. Finally, three crazy predictions from you wonderful lot. Uh, remember to reply to our Twitter or Instagram posts asking for it. And uh, you might be, be able to feature on this podcast. Matt P1 Tommy, if you don't follow us already. Dan, the United fan, comes in with Stroll top six. Bold. Top six, what? DNFs or if we were to like reverse the qualifying. <laughs> he makes six laps. That would be an achievement. Uh, Quadrado Manuela. Leclerc returns to the podium. There you go. Locks in with that. Is that your burner <laughs> account, Tommy? Come on. The Leclerc hype train of this, this yeah. podcast. Yeah. Not good. It's... I'm not enjoying how no. much hype are actually there. But then this one, Nordi 2145, one Red Bull, one Ferrari, and one Merkel DNF. That bit, I bet the That's one bold. Ferrari will bit will come true and it'll be Charles Leclerc and then it's because of everything we've said uh, in this in this podcast previously. So, uh, so thank you for your your three crazy predictions, Tommy. What are your finale thoughts? Good luck, Charles Leclerc. I hope you can survive the predictions curse, like Carlos has done with the P one curse. Because boy, have you been hyped in this podcast. Uh, but. That being said, uh, I, I do genuinely think it's going to happen. It's not not just for Bant, so we'll see. The only thing I've actually done is say that he'll beat Signs. Everything else was you or the list. You didn't actually put him on the podium. And so no, did I didn't you even say, put him yeah. on the podium, so technically uh, you can't blame me. And that is it. My final thoughts are can't wait for Suzuka. Glad it's another race week straight after. I feel like we've got momentum now. I feel like we've got enjoyment from Singapore. I really hope that I'm wrong about Verstappen and what he's going to do to all of us. But let's see. Of course, we will be live on Twitch early. Remember, it's an early one. I think it's 6 a.m. start UK time, isn't it, for the race? So that'll be fun. Uh, we'll be dosed up with coffee. Uh, what are you laughing at? I'm laughing because I remember looking at the the times going, oh, God, it's a really early start. And then because I have grace now, I remember being like, oh, this is actually You're the up, time man. I get up anyway. So you'll be normal <laughs> and like I'll be 6 there like, hey, chat. Yeah. So that'd be good fun. It's when we get to America when it's like a 10 p.m. Oh, race yeah. for us and I'm falling Mate, asleep. Mate, when we go to hyped. Vegas, you're going to be there. Like It's going to be lights out and away we go and you'll <laughs> literally be lights out and asleep. So looking forward to yeah. that one. I'll slap you around the face. <laughs> and that is it. Thank you, everybody. See you soon. Bye. Bye. P1 is a stack production and part of the ACAST Creator Network. 